Peace, family. Happy Sunday. Welcome to episode 22 of Air It The Fuck Out. Thank you so much for joining week after week. I appreciate you so much. Keep in mind that this is not your traditional podcast. It won't be politically correct. Nevertheless, let's get it. Hey y'all, it's your girl, Queen Smoke. Many of you may be wondering why I chose a podcast as my platform. To keep it real with you, I don't want to be looked at. I want to be listened to. I know that if I got your attention, I could get into your head. Now, I'ma need all the bitches, all the niggas, and all the bitch niggas to leave the building. Because it's time to air it the fuck out. Today we're going to talk about the coddled black men and how it affects our community in 2022. Welcome back to episode 22 of Air the Fuck Out. Today I got my two guest hosts, Big Blinks and Ray Ray. And we're here to have a discussion on the coddled black men in our community. Before we go any further... The definition is treat in an indulgent or overprotective way. So we talk about the overprotective parent. Most oftentimes the mother um, coddles her child. She believes that completely shielding her child from inevitable problems and disappointment is a necessary part of parenting. But subsequently the coddled child turns into a coddled adult and will learn to depend on others to rescue them from lives, from life's problems instead of depending on themselves. Oftentimes in our community, we would say himself because there's a lot of coddled black boys that have grown into coddled black men. Do you think that the coddle, the coddling of black boys and black men in our community is problematic? And if so, how? Yes, I think it's very problematic because if you treat someone like, you know, they're your kid and they're your baby, you know, all mothers like, like that's like, that's my baby though, that's my baby. I feel like they're going to be a baby forever, just in a grown man's body. They're going to expect their girl to do like their mother does, you know, cook for them, clean for them, do their laundry and everything. So it's like that's not going to be an equal relationship. What do you think, Big Blinks? Do you think it's problematic for our community? Um, I feel like, yes. Like Ray Ray said, when you coddle them as a kid, they grow up to be coddled as teens and they grow up to be coddled as adults. And then they expect that for the rest of you know they expect to be coddled i also agree i feel like a lot of single a lot of mothers you know especially single black mothers contribute to that you know by allowing their sons to be irresponsible but tightening up on the daughters the black daughters are like mothers they're do they're doing cooking and cleaning very young they are expected to go to school expected to have a certain behavior you know what I mean as as whereas the boys are boys will be boys that's something that we always hear you know and that is very problematic when these boys enter into relationships as adults and expect for like Ray Ray and you big blinks mentioned for women to become mom you know not and even having children still expecting the woman to be it's like almost the man grows to be an extra child for his woman so it's not really bearing responsibility and a lot of black women, you know, 
forego these relationships. Some of them stay in them. A lot of them stay in them. You know, we see it in our community all the time. Some black women will choose to forego these relationships and just choose single parenthood. You know, if I can't have an equal partner, then I would just be a single mom and raise my kids, you know? So I feel like in our community, you know, it does affect us on a broader spectrum. How do you think just for a black man, um, how does this affect his life being coddled? I feel like it stops like his growth, you know what I mean? And his maturity level. And I feel like, well, not really the maturity level, but it's just like entitlement. Like he's going to expect his girlfriend, wife, whoever, you know what I mean? To be like his mom. It's the expectations. Like you're teaching him like, oh, all the women are going to do this because I feel like they don't understand the line between like my mom and my girl. You know, you're going to expect it because you're like, well, my mom do my laundry, my mom cook for me. You know what I mean? My mom don't mind me eating a toilet seat up or whatever, but it's like you have to hold them accountable. It's accountability. They're lacking accountability. What about you? Um, I feel like it stops the man from being great. Um, his potential, everything, you really can't see it through because he expects it. Um, like Ray Ray said, with the laundry, with everything, he expects, like the things he, his mom did, he expects you to do it instead of stepping up and being that great man that he can be. And I also, too, believe there are still grown men living with their, living at home with their mothers. Not in a sense of where it's like, I'm with my mom, it's a pandemic, I'm at home helping her, or, you know, we decided to get at home where we can both share. I'm a single man. No, it's like a grown man living in mom's house with little to no responsibilities. You know what I mean? And that's also problematic, you know? In our community, it's a lot of women who want good men, a lot of black women who want good black men. You know, and a lot of black women who are raising the coddle black man. So it's like generation after generation after generation is going to be an issue when going into, you know, how does this affect black women? The dating, you know, the dating and marriage and producing children with a responsible person and an accountable person. You want to raise the, the way to break the curse is to do things different. But if we're continuing to, can, can continue to have homes where black boys, the bar is set so low for black boys. It's going to be an uneven community as far as when a black man is supposed to be the head of the household and the leader. If you're not raising your child up to be those things, it's going to be headed by his woman. He's going to be beta. You know what I mean? You have to expect, raise the bar high and expect your son to meet it. And Big Blinks, what ways I, you have two sons, you know? In what ways do you break that curse? Um, I feel like I make all my kids do the same thing. Um, my daughter take out the trash. My son can wash dishes. Everybody can wash. You got to make everybody do the same thing or kids are going to feel like, oh, that's not my job. I don't have to do that. Like, you know, everybody do the same thing. Equal chores, equal responsibilities. So when they grow up, it's like, oh, I grew up washing dishes or I grew up taking out the trash. I grew up washing my clothes. We can do all that. You know, you equal responsibilities, pretty much not no gender roles. And it's up to a mother to instill that in her son, you know? You're not only going to be my son, one day you're going to be a dad. And then when you have a woman that you're with, you know, I want you to be able to assist her in helping take care of your children. Not just expect for your everything to be done for you. And not only that, even if a young man goes off to college or has roommates, doesn't even choose to get married, has, have his, has his own place, his own home. Who's going to clean it for you? You know, who's going to cook your meals? Who's going to do your laundry? A lot of the basic skills that were supposed to be taught in childhood, a lot of black 
men lack because everything was done for them. And when you see that everything is done, no matter what you do, no matter how you act, that mama's going to forgive. You're going to go into adulthood expecting everybody, not only relationships, but everyone in your life and everything in your life to bow down to you because of Ray Ray, like Ray Ray said, because of that entitlement. So in order to do things different, we have to start expecting the most from our boys and setting the bar high because they'll reach it because black kids, black children, especially black boys are extraordinary and they deserve to be treated as such. So, you know, shout out to all. We always shout out the kings that's doing the damn thing, you know, raising your families, being there for your women, working hard. You know, we always celebrate you. The type of man we talking about, we going to just go straight to the character Jody from the movie Baby Boy. When you look at Jody, he's a bum. (laughs) Like, let's be clear. He's a bum. He lives with his mom, at least in his 20s, you know, old enough to reproduce because he has two children by two different women that are constantly feuding each other over him you know he in his spare time he hangs out with p his best friend who also ain't doing shit and you know they go running around cheating on their women and living a life you know and his older brother you know we never knew his name or anything but we it was mentioned in the movie that his older brother was running the streets and got murdered so now you know when his mom finally puts her foot down after getting a man of her own now she got some business you know she want him out the house um and you know he don't he don't really know what to do you know so that's like what we see in our community a lot of coddling a lot of enabling a lot of um you know in the name of love in the name of unconditional love like mama is a man's god she's his his, she is his protector she is his you know she whenever he have an issue a problem she come bail him out so never having to experience real emotions until adulthood that's why our community you know a lot of black men don't have self-regulation really angry angry you know because a lot of people ain't putting up with that the only person that will love you and continue to put up with your bullshit is your mama so in real life you know outside of you know we have mothers that they know their child is acting up they know their child case is still in class or they just want to be class clown and they're gonna be mad at the teacher they're gonna disrespect the teacher instead of calling their son out then you know this leads to no household responsibilities just allowing your kid to kick their feet up that's not a way if you're going to raise children to be adults you don't want to be so hard on them but you definitely don't want to spoil them and act like the world is sweet we know it's a cold world out here you're not preparing them for that it's only gonna fail don't make them fail you know and you know a lot of responsibilities a lot of life responsibilities they just get enabled in adulthood their personal relationship suffers you know because it's a they have a relationship with a grown woman and never been called out before she telling them you need to watch your kids or you need to clean up you know what i mean having arguments over things that adults should already know how to do and should take pleasure in doing you should take pleasure in cleaning your space and knowing how to prepare a meal for yourself and knowing how to wash your own clothes it feels accomplishing so to put all that onto a woman and also a woman that has your kids is a, a lot for a lot of women you know a lot of women go to the mom for aid. Can you talk to your son? Go to, you know, and mothers still side with their sons. That's not going to help our community go any further. That's going to keep us stuck in a nasty and negative cycle. Like I mentioned, the movie Baby Boy. Jody didn't know. He didn't have no plans. He didn't have nothing, no kind of goals, no dreams, nothing. You know what I mean? Took pleasure in just running the streets, not having any discipline, no structure, no nothing. And he had two kids, you know, a son and a daughter. So... 
you know, eventually the movie tried to make it seem like it ended well. We don't know, whatever. They got proposed, um, you know, they got engaged, expected another baby. But like I said, it's real life. That movie is relatable to a lot of couples, to a lot of people, because a lot of young black men, especially in younger relationships, you know, it happens to all ages, but these younger relationships, like fresh out of high school, first love type relationships, young boys take ownership in their family. It's not ownership of like being proud. It's ownership of like my rules, my authority, but you're not in a leadership position. When your mother raised you to not have adult responsibility, she didn't raise a leader. You know what I mean? And so when a young girl is depending on you to lead and you don't know how, you can't make decisions for yourself, you used to mama doing everything, it starts to create resentment between the partners. And resentment was because the young lady got to do everything, you know? So it's a lot of backlash that comes with raising your kid to not do anything. I agree with that because it's like, it goes back to accountability, you know? And they feel like it's just entitlement. Like when I get this person, they're entitled to do this for me because I never needed to do it for myself. You know what I mean? I was reading on Facebook the other day where this girl said her, I think it was her, her nephew. Her mom took her nephew in, raised him as her own, you know? And she said her mom died in June. And now she said her nephew is 22 years old. He don't know how to cook for himself. He don't know how to clean for himself. And he don't know how to wash his own clothes. And every time she told her mom, like, why don't you let him do it for himself? She's like, oh, he can't do it. You know what I mean? So now that his mom slash his grandma has passed away, unfortunately, he don't know how to do nothing for himself. So there lies, you know, that because he had it done for him. He never needed to do it. So he never needed to learn it. And now his grandma gone, his mom gone, you know, it's like he don't even know how to fend for himself. He can't even cook him a simple meal. And he's 22 years old. Let alone shelter, having a job. Where's your direction in life? What are you going to do? You know, and that just relates back to the fact, you know, with simple basic life skills you know you can't depend on anybody the four basic things any adult should have is their own shelter their own job you know their own ways to make it happen for yourself your own money anything else is not being an adult and a lot of black men in our community just because you make babies you feel like you're entitled to be king and that's not it i feel like that's the problem that a lot of women you know have in relationships but it's the relationships with the wrong type of men because a lot of women especially like i said in young ages that's where you young where mothers and fathers have to teach their daughters that you can expect a lot out of a young man we always hear in our community especially in black communities that like i said boys will be boys but also like oh the girls are so much more mature than the boys it's because we are we we create we're wired that way in our in black households you create a responsible daughter you create an irresponsible son when you make the girls take on so much if the responsibility is not shared equally, like Big Blinks, you mentioned there's no gender roles in your house. Daughter is doing son's tasks, son's doing daughter's tasks because in adulthood, no one's going to do it for you. Like you mentioned the story, grandma dead now. What, what are you going to do for housing? How are you going to provide for yourself? You know what I mean? And I feel like there's a lot of mothers like Jody mom. Now she got a man and she don't want her son to be around. Now she like go out and got to do it, but he don't know how to do it because you never taught him how to do it. Simple stuff like that. Now he got street problems. Now he got relationship problems. Now he got baby mamas everywhere fighting over him. But all that goes back to he was coddled. He, you know, he don't know how to do it. In some cases, <laughs> there's a couple guys that probably be coddled and grow up to know how to do it. But how many is that? Most of them learn it from home and expect that as they grow up and they expect it, they expect it, they expect it. Till it's so much on a woman. It's like, damn, I got to do this. I got to do that. I got to <laughs> like still raise you, still help you. Like Ray Ray said. 
the guy, his grandma passed away. Now he don't know how to make a simple meal. He don't know how to wash his clothes. He don't know how to do nothing. So now he gonna go talk to a girl, get a girlfriend. She gonna get pregnant. Now she gotta help you, help the kid, still help herself. Now it's all stress on one person because you, you didn't learn how to do it. Gigi passed away already. Right, right. So it's like it all goes back to you being coddled. Accountability. You gotta learn how to do it. Like I said, some kids get coddled. They grow up, they go to the army, might go do something. They'll be like, okay, you know, they 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 jump out of it. Most of them, no, not really. Like. And when you mention most of them, it's the kind of, it's the men that are continuously being fathers. Like when you see somebody that's a bum and they have a lot of women, a lot of women be attracted. They want to, women want who they desire. You know what I mean? Most women attract bums, literally. Like they, a good man that got a suit on that's going to work. They, oh no, he too, he, he too good for me. I, I don't want that. Yeah. He's not sure enough. They like the niggas that's bums that don't know how to fill out applications. that don't know how to do nothing. So now they stuck with all the responsibility. Right, right. So like you said, I feel like it's it's attractive at first because it's like, oh well, he don't follow rules. He need me, he need me, you know, to wash his clothes. I wash his clothes for him. I cook for him. You know what I mean? I give him a little bit of change from time to time, help him out a little bit of money. And then when, like you said, a kid comes along, you're trying to make a family. You realize, like, dang, I'm always the one cooking. I'm always the one cleaning. Like, can you change your diaper or do this? And he looking confused. Like, well, I never needed to. You know, like my whole life, my mama took care of me. Now you taking care of me. I didn't really. Think I needed to, and then when he say trying, he's trying is like okay, uh, you know what I mean. Change your diaper today, right? Change your diaper today, or I make a bottle tomorrow, or I'll turn the washer on but not put the clothes in the dryer. So he feel like it's effort, but she's like it's not enough, and it's like that's why you have to teach. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. People I say oh it's fifty fifty. I thought you have to give your hundred percent to that person. You know what I mean? But starting with yourself, like you say, can I cook for myself? Can I clean for myself? Can I make money for myself and sustain being, you know what I mean, an adult? Right. But I feel like not only an adult, but it's like that's growing into, you know what I mean? It's a part of a transition, like a butterfly. You can't stay a kid forever. You could be a grown man, have kids, but have a kid mentality, you know what I mean? Like we see one where the dad on Father's Day or whatever the story, he got so mad that he punched his son in the stomach over a Father's Day cake, a Father's Day cheesecake, son five years old, and ended up killing this poor baby, you know what I mean? The baby suffered on the couch for hours, dying from internal bleeding, from his stomach being ruptured. And that's just, you know what I mean? You need a black father, no self-control. He didn't get taught, you know what I mean? That it's okay. Like the baby ate the cheesecake, that's your son. You know what I mean? But it's like, had he get had he had that taught to him, I feel like self-regulation, he would have been able to realize like, that's my son, it's a child. He's a child. And I feel like just when it's a raging fire and your young son and you brush it off for so long, he takes that to his family. You know what I mean? The family that he creates. Now they gotta they gotta bear all the consequences for what you didn't correct in childhood. The kids gotta see an angry father. The woman gotta deal with a disrespectful and abusive person. You know what I mean? It's just a lot to take on when we trying to keep black families together. Then let a woman call police. Now she wrong. Like we gotta start taking accountability of what you do and how and how you how you also trigger people around you and how you gotta correct your attitude. A lot of black men lack correction. They don't they don't have direction, they don't they don't want correction, they don't want guidance, they think they got it all. And then when they're behind bars, they expect people to hold them down for five and 10 to 15 years when they try to tell you to, to do the right thing, you know what I mean? And it's sad that you have to wait till you somewhere without your freedom to realize who, who, who held you down for real, who really loved you more than your homies, who really cared about your kids, caring about you more than your, your the streets, you know what I mean? And it's it shouldn't take a jail cell, it shouldn't take death for people to be remorseful, for men to really wanna be men and step up and be fathers. The coolest thing you can do is be there for your children, be there for your woman, and really be committed to black love in a healthy and productive way.
And I feel like that goes back to a lot of black mothers saying that they can do it by themselves. They single moms, they got it. I could do this. And then they call their son. It's like he can be with his dad too. You know, his dad can help out with that. That's where he get that father figure from. Uh, in a sense, they say a woman can't raise a man, which you can, but at the same time, a man can raise a man. You know, his dad, you know, his a man can raise a man better than a woman can raise a man. So it's like a lot of women, we coddle, but we also distant. Oh, you don't need your dad. You don't need this. And then now you raise the coddle-ass son that can't do it because you never let his dad help out and do it. And when a dad tries to intervene, now well, you ain't well, never well, been there. You know what I mean? The dad, the son going to have an attitude now because dad trying to, he got all them fem feminine bitch qualities from mama. And dad trying to correct it, and he being too emotional. A lot of black boys are, too, and a lot of black men are too emotional. Most of the time, they grow up angry. You don't know what he been through. All he ever been was caught up for mom, but you don't understand his daddy issues. Certain stuff, like I said, still to this day, certain stuff you gotta talk to your dad about, and certain stuff you gotta talk to your mom about. I don't care what it is. You know, you need mommy, and daddy for both. Oh, this how I'm feeling today. This is just between me and my dad. You know, I want to talk to my dad. These guys don't have it. Like Rary said, he socked his son over his cheesecake, and now he dead because he angry. He mad. Why is he mad? And we know it ain't over no damn cheesecake. It's life, you know what I mean? And that's exactly what he said. He said, I just got so mad. I got so mad. And you know, he was like, I, hit, I did. I hit him in the stomach. But I feel like that's understandable, you know, because in that moment of anger, he hit his son three times, which you killed your baby. And the mom was so passive aggressive with it, you know, she really, well, I can't really, I'm not in her shoes, so I can't, you know, say how she felt. But she checked on her baby and he was asleep because he, they said if he literally would have turned Right or left, he was in excruciating pain. So that five-year-old baby had to literally sit on that couch and die, you know? And by the time his mom came, it was too late. But it just shows that I feel like also, I was going to say, I feel like some mothers feel like, you know how they have that thing with the daughters, like, oh, no one would ever be good enough for my son. And I've seen that before. So they'd be like, oh, you need to cook for him, clean for him, do this, because I do this. You know, I done seen a show on um, I Love a Mama's Boy on TLC where the dude and his mama, he been with his high school sweetheart, you know, they got a son. And Mother's Day, I mean, Valentine's Day happened to be his mom's birthday. So, you know, every, every, every Valentine's Day, he takes his mom out and he really don't do nothing for his the mother of his child, which they live together and they're together. And the mom literally live in the backyard, down the hill. So when they sleep at four o'clock in the morning, because her son gets up, you know, the, the son's girlfriend, AKA baby mama, you know, the one he's with, she don't get up till later, but she come at 4.30 in the morning, waking her son up, waking her grandson up, telling this girl, like, why you ain't cooking in breakfast? And you know what I mean? You have no business in their dynamic. Right, but he's right. such a mama's boy, and he's so used to his mom. Well, my mama, you know, she always cooked for me. She always cleaned for me. Well, you're a father now, so you need to set that example for your son. Right. You know what I mean? Because what is he going to think your wife or, you know what I mean, his mom is going to do? Still enabling him. Still enabling him, yeah. Still trying to, he can't be a man. She's still trying to baby him, you know? And then I got a, it's a lot of moms that do that too. Like, women as well, when they grow from little girls, like, pretty much we have chores and stuff when you have to transition from a teenager to a woman, you know? So it's like, oh, she don't get up and cook. The mom's still, oh, you don't cook for my son. That's what you used to do. Right. I don't get up at 6 in the morning and cook for your right. son. It might be right. 10 or 11. Right. So now I'm not good enough because I'm not like you. Right. I'm, not, I'm not like mama. I don't, I don't do, I don't wash his clothes at 4 and cook at 6. So now I'm not good enough. So basically still enabling him still right. he's, he can't be a man he has his own family now he has to grow up like Ray Ray said your your birthday is Valentine's Day but our anniversary is Valentine's Day so he did that all those years now it's, it's my turn we can all go out together and if a black man does you know become the productive good black man it's like mama a lot of mothers they 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 draw a thin line between my son and my husband a lot of black moms think that that son is like those sons are your husband so when they are responsible when they do a good thing it's like 
you want to be married to that because they dad was never that you know what i mean so now you want to be married to that you mad that he showering a family with love that he is a protector and a, and a provider so it falls on black women you know and i get all the time why the women why the women why you always on the women the culture goes where the woman goes you know you can look out into our community right now and see a lot of problems that stem from being wanted to be like big blink said too independent i could do it by myself i got this that mentality that masculine that masculine mentality for women has to die and a lot of women want to say like you know well we've been we've been doing it for so long by ourselves so we can't trust men you got to choose better men like simple a woman you decide who who will be your child's parent you know what i mean that's why i always say death to the sneak to the sneaky link culture death to the hookups really start choosing people for who they are you guys don't even find it out until it's too late you know what i mean three kids you know kid in three kids in oh he just too much he too crazy like i can't do it start to know people by the time you you realize you in over your head it's already a kid here you know what i mean you can't get away from them nobody want uh, being being dead or being beat shouldn't be your, your way out you know they give the body up so quick that it may become so fast that they don't know what to do they don't know if they should trust you they don't know how to trust you they don't know who you are it's like the baby already here by the time you did that you gave the body up in one day yeah and just self-love that's why it starts with self can't nobody give you a lot of people looking for love just in the streets and for between different legs or different people different bodies love it starts from within you know so if you don't have the boundaries if you don't even have expectations or standards for yourself what makes you think you're gonna have it for somebody else if you're so easy or you're just so easily manipulated or believe lies easily, if you just believe talk, 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 and you never believe no actions, you got to start checking yourself. Everybody don't deserve your time, your effort, and your energy, especially when they're not giving it back to you. A lot of us, we are so easy to down black men, but we chose to, to deal with the coddle black men, the you know, for years and years. A lot of black women don't want to be accountable for the monsters they created or for the monsters that they participated in helping, you know, until we are so drained been there done that I, I speak for myself so whoever's triggered it's my own life you know what i mean i've been there done that you start to resent the person that you're there for all the time you start to resent the fact that you have to make the decisions you start to resent the fact that you won't even be a fucking man you know but then you have to look internally and realize oh I, I am a part of the problem i'm contributing to this i'm contributing to you not being shit because i always got it a man especially a black man already was born into this world with two strikes again against them all of them they got to fall on their ass to figure it out. And we can't be the cushion. We get depleted. We get angry. We get tired. And then that's what we want to say. Oh, I can't do it by myself. I need help. I'm not a strong black woman. I'm depressed. I'm oppressed. I'm stressed. Stop helping grown ass people out. Let them figure it out. The same way women have to figure it out. They're going to be okay. They're going to live to fight another day. The black spirit is resilient. And for black men to be leaders, we got to give them that space. Give them that chance to be leaders. And stop as their women, as their mothers, as their grandmothers, aunties, everybody. As black women, let them rise to the occasion because they got it in them. So, you know, in the black community, we got this idea of struggle love, you know, that no matter what he do, no matter how foolish he make you look, no matter how he make you feel, you gonna stick beside him. He might, I'm gonna stick beside him, you know, struggle love. It's a real thing in the black community. I feel like that's almost promoted for young black girls. Like when a black girl say, I want a provider, you know, now I'm not talking about the modern woman. I'm talking about uh, the average woman that really desires a marriage and desires a relationship, a partnership with a black man. When she says, you know, like, 
you know, a lot of men get offended when they say, what can you provide? I feel like one of my close family members who's a male, married, two children, he told me, like, if a man gets offended about anything regarding money, that's just that man. Because a real man going to step up and do whatever he has to do for his family, for a woman he's interested in. I feel like a lot of insecurity comes from financial, you know, financial insecurity for, for a lot of black men. We know we live in a white supremacist society. I would never ignore that fact, you know, but a lot of black men use that to their advantage. It's the man, it's the man and people, the powers that be, the white man. Like after so many years, you know, it's over 500 years and it's a lot of black entrepreneurs, like start a business, you know what I mean? If the, if the man on your back that hard, do something productive because it can't work in this society, especially with the, the day and the time with social media, it, it could for sure work. I feel like a lot of black men be like, oh, I will never work for the white man, but you got to work for the white man to be yourself, to be, be, a, be a black man, right. a successful black man. You got to work for somebody. You got to help somebody. You got to start with yards. You got to start with picking up trash. You got to start with doing anything that give you that cheddar. Then you can move on and start your own business if you don't want to work for the white man, but you got to work for somebody to get somewhere. And if you talk about intelligent, black men are the most intellectual, brilliant, smart, men that i know you know very intelligent very sharp very very witty intelligent cross their t's dot their eyes and i say this because look at all the black men that are in prison for drug sales you don't understand the amount of intelligence it, it, it takes to know chemistry for mixing drugs you know to know you know math for being able to calculate being able to buy product all these things like in order to be a lot of these illegal activities that a lot of black men get caught up in, fast money, get involved in, take smarts. It takes intelligence to be able to evade the police, first of all, like to be two steps ahead of the cops. Like so much potential down the drain for over for a quick dollar. But you look down on flipping burgers, you know what I mean? And I was looking at this YouTube um thing it was like it was just like this clip he was a guy he was in prison he wanted to speak out he was asking the prison and stuff like can i speak out i want to speak out to the younger youth he was basically just telling the younger youth of guys black men especially like you know don't be stupid you know he like we're smart he said that pretty much he went to school got it well he went to school like when he went to jail he got his degrees he got a bachelor's degree guy real smart when he spoke out i'm like you shouldn't even be there but he got that suit on because he said he wanted to sell drugs be stupid not listen to nobody not get a job everything his family he said his baby mama his mom everybody everything that everybody told him to do he said he wanted to go do do his, do his stuff itself right he went to jail called all these years because of drugs because he wanted to sell drugs this is a smart, intelligent guy. Pretty much what I'm saying is, like he said, you got to see potential in yourself. Right. You got to see, you got to be like, I can do that. I, you got to see potential in yourself. He basically said, like, he's sitting there for, like, he's not sitting there for nothing, but he basically saying, like, he's there for doing stupid stuff. When he's smart, he got potential. He got a degree. He knew that he could do something else, but he chose to sell drugs. And even like men in society, you know, I love black films. A lot of them really teach you real life. That's a movie that, you know, pops into my mind when you think about Kane. Yeah, your parents was, you know, off the right, off the wrong track. Your mom and dad was into drugs and things like that, having parties. But your grandparents stepped up, you know, a married couple, black love. But they their influence was not strong enough because it was old fashioned and outdated to you to stay out of trouble, to, to do hard work. Your grandfather held down a job, held down your grandmother. That was boring to you. Jada Pinkett came into your life, a little trifling, you know, what I mean? she came into your life trying to encourage you to do better, to move. It's like you just couldn't let go. You had one foot in Atlanta and the other foot still in LA and you end up getting murdered. At the end of the movie, now, oh, I do care about my life, but it's too late. It shouldn't take the grave and it shouldn't take you being, you know, paralyzed or 
going through so much struggle and strife to realize that you deserve to live a good life or to be dead. You know what I mean? A lot of women, the same black men that they say they don't like, they're raising. You know, we got to be real about that. Even when you don't, when it doesn't work with the fathers, you don't choose better. You still choose the same kind of knucklehead. A lot of women, they don't want to admit it, but you have a type. And that type is not responsible. That type only got good dick. That's That type is a bum. That type got all the time in the world. He's going to have a lot of energy to have sex with you when he don't got nothing else to do. A lot of women, when they're young, when they're dumb, they make the wrong decisions and they have children. And then when they get old, they get so bitter because they spent their best years with the worst type of person. You was giving your best while they was giving your worst. So now we in a society where men are asking, I need you to be better as a woman. I need you to step up. And you don't want it at all. You, I, you know, like the backlash that you get from telling people just to be responsible. Don't choose this type of person because we know what this type of person brings. I'm grown. I can do what I want. Then this type of person does you the same way that everybody warned you about. And now it's like, I need support. I need my family. Don't nobody care. This nigga's crazy. And you keep doing it over and over again. Life is about making better decisions. Life is about learning the lesson. But some people learn lessons for 20, 30, 40 years. Some people never get the lesson. And that's why our community suffers. When it's the moms who choose. I know that's a, a big thing. A lot of responsibility. But your womb is your responsibility. The people that you entertain, the people that you get to know, is your responsibility. That's why it's important to be intentional. It's important to be conscious when you're choosing to mate. It's important to stop looking to look past the wallet, to look past glitz and glamour. It's important to look past potential because you got to be okay with this person being who they, who they are for the next 50 years. Can't change nobody but yourself. Can't motivate anyone but yourself. You see how hard it is sometimes to get yourself to do simple things, let alone trying to put that on another be a human being. A black man with pride, with ego. Struggle love, I feel like it's only good when there's a man that's trying that you see every day trying to be better. Struggle love is not meant for a person that's never gonna that's gonna be sitting still for the rest of their life. Struggle love is meant to be in a relation with a person that every day they wake up, it's a mission. They're not on their ass. If they don't got a job, they go on from seven to seven. They out there trying to get it, out there trying to make it. If they have a business, they're promoting it. You believe in their dream because they believe in their dream. Not you're believing in their dream more than their own damn dream. Struggle love is not meant to be taken literally. You don't have to struggle with another human being. Love don't take from you. It adds to you. So if you get in anything but that, you have to start questioning, is this person even compatible for, with me? You know, the, the amount of years and the amount of history shouldn't matter compared to how you feel, compared, compared to, you know, the things that you're going through. Love should motivate you. I never said it should be perfect. It should motivate you to be better. It should challenge you. It should bring out the best in you. It should make you be like, love should make you feel, somebody loving you to your potential, somebody loving you and challenging you and pushing you past your boundaries and past your comfort zone. And when I say boundaries, past the closed-minded things that a lot of black people want to do. If you have somebody in your life that's pushing you to be your best, don't lash out on them. If you can't handle somebody bringing out the greatness in you, let them be with somebody, let them be great with someone else, you know? Stop always using, like, this is just who I am as an excuse, you know? In order to be loved, a lot of people want love so bad that they will do anything for it. And that's never going to get you to what you want. But be loved to yourself, you know? Show up for yourself in life. What you promise yourself, what you say you're going to do for you, you can't break promises to yourself. That's how you start to embody love, when you attract what you are. Like, if you keep getting problematic men in your life and you feel like, I always got to take care of him, I always got to make the decisions... Start to see what you're seeking out, you know? A lot of people know exactly the problems they signed up for and they want people to feel bad for them when it blow up in their face, you know? Not wishing bad, but just common sense. Like, 
if it looks bad, if it walk like a duck, if it walk like a thug, talk like a thug, you know what I mean? It's a thug. Like, you know, amount of everybody want like a gentleman thug, like a, a responsible thug, somebody that's sexy and everybody want, but he only wants you. Be realistic with your life. Like, don't wait till you done fucked, fuck with, you know, five and six niggas. And then a man comes to you and you you don't got nothing else left to give to this man. And you making him jump over invisible hoops that all these niggas put you through. Stop letting good men pay for what you let niggas put you through for free. You know what I mean? That's where we have to get in the community. If you have standards for yourself and rise to the occasion, everything that a man does is for a woman. They're going to rise too, you know? Be about, as a woman, be about your business. As a woman, make sure that your, your word is your bond. Stop allowing people to move into your house when they don't have a job. Stop, stop allowing your, your feelings and your body parts to cloud your judgment as a woman. Stop bringing strangers into your home. Stop allowing, you know, men not to be anything sitting on games all day. Stop purchasing stuff for them. You know what I mean? You're becoming an abler just like mama. You got to grow out of it. You got to grow up. If you want a man to be responsible, make sure you establish that from day one. I feel like, like Beyonce said, when we run the world. So pretty much if you initial it, they'll, they'll do it. If you ask for it, they'll do it. If you, like you said, are you, if you ask for it, pretty much they'll do it. So it's like, you got to stop enabling them to be something that you don't want them to be. You know, you got to make them stand up for what they need to stand up for, be a man and take responsibility. If your baby daddy mad cause you don't got $5 to give him, let him sit in that. It don't matter. If the house is angry, let them sit in it. Men gotta learn how, the men that are coddled have to learn how to regulate their feelings. If you want money, go out and get it. Simple, that's the only, you know what I mean? Nobody can get mad from the, for you making them be a grown up. If they do, that's not the man for you. But before you hop in the bed, and like I said, you stuck to this raggedy ass motherfucker for the rest of your life, be wise, wising up. I don't know the type of women around other women, but they don't. They don't feed you life. They don't feed you encouragement. It's like they want you. They set you up for failure. They want you to do worse than them. So they have somebody to talk about. They don't. They don't talk. They don't talk good to you. You know. They don't speak life into you. Or they want you to. Or they want you to be just like them. So we have some talk about. Oh, I was this. Oh, me too. Or be worse than them. So we can. Oh, basically, you gotta let people know. From day one, I'm real, and I expect people to be real with me. So. We got an understanding, so we know where we stand at. Now, oh, I want you to be a bum so I can be a bum. We can do drugs together. Oh, we can get mad. We can talk about each other. Who wants to be? You don't want to be around that. Exactly. And when it just comes to just partnership, a lot of people don't want to make their partner mad. Like, you will end up being just a depressed person, a sad person, when you just put everything to the back of your head. When you just, it's a red flags and you so caught up in sex and that's what it is our community is driven hypersexual in our in the black community so a lot of us be caught up with lust don't even see anything you don't see it down the line you know what i mean until it's too late and like like queen smoke said a lot of people don't want to make other people mad they don't want to say nothing sometimes you saying something can cannot make nobody mad like dang that's real you know like dang people accept the difference different but if you don't say it or you don't dish it out and let people know they will never know right you gotta just express how you feel, you know? I feel like that's it. Like, if she comes to you and she's like, oh, I need help with this, you know? Even if it's to the point of where you tell her, like, oh, I know you said that you need help washing the clothes. Well, I don't really know how to use the washer and the dryer, you know? But I'ma try. If you show me, you know, once or twice and help me get it right, then you know I'ma do that. So she'll feel like, okay, well, he's making an effort because he's willing to learn. And that's embarrassing. That's like, you know what I mean? Make people feel, oh, I'm less than a man if I ask for help which is really not, you know what I mean? Or oh, I really don't know how to cook, but you know, I went on YouTube, I try to make this chicken, I try my best. 
um, maybe you can critique it or, you know what I mean, tell me if you like it, what I can do better, you know, simple things like that. So I feel like if he loves them and he want to be a man, he want to be different, you know what I mean, and he wants to make his woman happy and be a, the man, the family man, he'll just, you know, like not bow down, but he'll compromise, you know what I mean, he'll try and compromise and ask for help. I also think like when a woman meets a man, a black woman meets a black man that comes already in a package of responsibility. He cooks, he cleans, you know, he does every, like I said, the basic skills. They think they hit the jackpot, you know what I mean? And that shouldn't be like a special thing to find a man that does everything he's supposed to do, even in fatherhood. You know, you see women that be like, I wish my man would get up and change diapers in the middle of the night. You have a man of gold, like, no, this is fatherhood. A man taking the care of the needs of his child. You know what I mean? So the when the bar is low, you think you hit the jackpot when you get the base, the bare minimum. You know what I'm saying? Not that we don't appreciate it. All help is appreciated. Alleviate my pain. Let, let's lean on each other for support, for encouragement, for a relationship, for partnership, for life. Let's lean on each other for life. That's black love to me. Partnership. Put in 100%. Like you said, people say 50-50 all day. 50-50. If you get a 50% on a test, that's an F. So you're putting 50% into relationship. It's 100, 100, you know? And sometimes in black love, some days you might be doing 200% while your partner is doing zero. Some days they may do 200% while you do zero because we already know on top of black love, we still have a white supremacist society that says, you know, we're only entitled to this amount of cents per dollar, per dollar compared to our white counterparts. That, you know, our children will be getting in trouble at a higher rate. That our, our unemployment rate together will be lower. That our resources with a black man in the house will be less. So it's a lot of things already setting the black relationship up for failure. And we're adding to it by taking people in as they are. I'm not talking about character, character-wise. Character-wise, getting to know somebody, you'll realize the people that you're sexually attracted to, you don't even want to be in a relationship with them for real. Once sex wears off and becomes normal, you don't have no foundation. So a lot of people have children and a life partnership and living, paying bills together on, on quicksand. You know what I mean? There's no foundation. And you're teaching your kids to hop in things quick and to make rash decisions, to be irrational, to be disrespectful, to be lazy. It starts at home. A lot of people don't want to own up to the fact that y'all not doing what the fuck you have to do at home for these kids. And they're the ones that suffering because we, one thing about adults, we'll smoke it away. We'll drink it away. We'll fuck it away. We'll pray it away and act like that's okay to numb the pain, but to really be in it and feeling emotions. We don't even know how to do that as adults. And we expect kids to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Clean smoke. That's 100%. You gotta just, it starts at home. You gotta just start raising your kids different start asking questions start doing stuff different start talking to your 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 husband your man your boyfriend like like both of my sisters said you gotta if you ask they'll do it hey babe do you think you can try to change the baby diaper hey babe do you think you cook most of the time they'll do it most of the, i'll try you know I'll, I'll, that's all it takes and it's like sometimes a lot of black women they build up even in their own homes it's like your partner becomes your worst enemy you know going through changes with a pregnancy going through changes just mentally physically your body you have to ask for the support a man can't read your mind you can't expect him to oh, just come home because i just had your baby like when you start creating things in your mind and not communicating that you make everybody suffer and the whole house be miserable like i said the mother sets the tone the woman sets the tone for the house a mother sets the tone for the children and a wife and a girl you know a woman sets the tone for her man so if you are not happy or you're depressed don't be a mind reader. Ask for help. It's okay. That's what he's there for, to be needed, to be your man. I feel like from them asking, like you say, they're so used to 50, 50, 50, 50, 50. 
they'd be like me asking him to uh, try to help me out doing the dishes or doing the laundry or taking care of the baby is too much. Not understanding. That's why they'd be like, oh, you get a man that do all that? You can get a man to do all that if you ask because he can't read your mind. My dad always say that. Hey, you know, Andrea, I'm, I, I'm not a mind reader. You know what I mean? And that's what taught me. I had to realize, like, why am I not telling them how I feel? Like, let me be the adult that I am. Let me be responsible, mature, and communicate how I feel because communication is key. And I feel like also you have to communicate and listen. There's so many people just listen and hear what they say just to respond. Oh, well, you know, well, I work, so you stay home. I feel like you should cook and clean. No, you know what I mean? You should, like you say, take the stress away. On the days that their battery's low, I'm going to charge them. It's going to be days that my battery's low where you're going to charge me. It's going to be days where we're at 100%, days where we're both low. You know what I mean? We got to find the courage and the strength to charge each other. But that's what teamwork and partnership is. You know what I mean? And it's not even just, um, oh, I'm going to do the work because she says so. I'm going to do the work because I know it's going to make her happy. She's going to know that I'm listening to her. It's going to alleviate some of that stress. You know what I mean? I'm here for you. It's a partnership, how it's supposed to be. And just because you seen mama do it all, don't make your woman do it all. You know what I mean? A lot of women, men be thinking, oh, I don't have enough money, or I don't have enough this, or I don't have enough that. Just the emotional, the mental, the psychological, and the spiritual support will have your woman loving you forever. For you to say, I know that was hard. I know these kids are a little rowdy. Just to understand her. And women, you have to let him understand. You have to open up. Why are you opening your body up to somebody that you can't open your heart up to? That's what I don't understand. Sex is the most vulnerable act. A lot of people hop into the bedroom and can do that with no nothing. But are frightened to speak your mind and speak your heart to somebody. Like, stop doing things backwards. Get to know. Get to build up. Get, get to build up to that moment. That's the ultimate moment. Get to know somebody. Like I said, you'll learn very quickly. Like, okay, he looked cute or she looked good, but that's not my cup of tea. I, I, everybody ignore the red flags. Everybody ignore the signs. You see it. People warn you. You think they hating on you. The, part, the person tell you they hating on you. You think they mad. They don't got a man. They don't got a woman. Start to really take the people that love you at heart. You know a hater and you know when somebody's being genuine. The genuine people in your life, when they give you a little warning... Take heed to that. You know what I mean? You don't want to be looking down the line and you don't lost yourself and lost who you are in the name of love. Love, like I said, love don't take from you. It adds to you. It gives you life. It don't take your life physically, metaphorically. You know what I mean? Literally speaking, like you want to deal with people that want the best. Be with, you know, it's all, it's somebody for everybody. So be with the person that matches you. Find somebody that's just as ambitious. Find somebody that's just as loving, just as kind, just as caring, just as patient that's how a family is created leading our our life living our lives with less leading you know what i mean we're just living our lives just to get a feeling of sex to get a feeling of companionship that has left our community in shambles that has left us fighting to get back to that family unit fighting to get back to healthy relationships we can't have relationships with each other if we're having unhealthy relationships with ourselves you know dishonoring our temples in the name of love like start to practice self-love and self-care sometimes you gotta fake it till you make it when it when it's wrong when somebody got you doing things compromising things that you'll never do in a relationship and they say that you'll do it because because you love me that's the number one indicator that that person don't even love you if somebody makes you you know go against all your morals and all everything that you were taught just to, to please them to love them that's not love and you'll recognize that when you love yourself going against yourself you'll lose every single time
what advice would you offer a single black mother in regards who may be coddling her child already? Um, I say just be equal with your kids. Um, everything is equal. Chores, responsibilities, love, food, everything is equal. You gotta bring everything equal so it don't there's no gender roles. It's not you don't have to coddle your sons and make your daughter do everything, make everybody do everything. I feel like Big Blinks is right. It's not about gender, it's about individualism. Think of it in that aspect, because you wanna be like, okay. Oh, yeah, your son is going to get a wife eventually. But in the meantime, in between time, when your son is being a bachelor and leaves the nest, which you want him to eventually do, you know, because birds leave the nest. That's the point of, you know, not, oh, I'm done. I'm done parenting. But I feel like the advice is just teach him individualism. Teach him how to take care of himself. Because if you don't teach him how to wash clothes, if he can't wash clothes for himself, how is he going to wash clothes for his son, for his daughter? How is he going to teach his daughter to wash clothes? How is, you know, his son to wash clothes? Yeah, he can mow the lawn and he could do all the manly stuff, but you got to take it away. I'm not teaching my son how to wash clothes and cook because he's not going to have a wife or, you know what I mean? I'm teaching him how to do it for himself, for survival. You know, when it comes to a single mother, when you have a young son, surround him with other men, like find good men, good mentors, good leaders for him. And also, you know, as a mom... Be conscious of the company that you keep. You know, you want better men around. If you if you don't work out with your children's father or your child's father, you want better men around. If you want to start dating, choose better people. You know, choose responsible, productive people. If he has a father that wants to do right by him, let him be a part of his father. Stop shielding your kid from hurt and pain. Let them see real life for what it is because they're going to be a black man. I feel like it starts as a child, just like a butterfly. My kids, I don't even have to tell them to take a shower. They know we're going to do that every day. It's not simple stuff like that. Taking out the trash, my son is not. He knows he's going to take out the trash. You don't, it's simple rules that lead up to when he's, when he, as he grows and he's a man, he's going to know, like, this is what he has to do. You don't have, nobody's going to have to teach him that because he, he already knows how to do that. And when you just set that foundation, set those stones, like, it's indisputable. Start praising your child, your children, like, stop creating, like, mentally deficient men you know by allowing them not to experience no hurt and no pain if you don't take the trash out when i get home your game will be taken and follow through mother you have to follow through mama you have to be if you want to be if you only if you have the responsibility of being mama and daddy you got to do twice the work you know if for whatever reason his his father's in prison or he's in that life in that culture you you're going to shield your child from that but don't shield them from life me i used to go out there and mow the lawn with my dad you know what i mean change the tire with my dad and it's like stuff like that comes in handy not because i don't need a man because i can do something like that for myself i don't have to depend on nobody you know what i mean you don't want to have to be like oh i gotta wait for her to wash clothes i ain't got nothing to wear because i don't even know how to work through the washer or my stomach touching my back i'm hungry because i don't even know how to cook a basic meal for myself you know what i mean i feel like it's just survival and individualism okay you're being you you gotta you're, you know you're not gonna tell your your son oh don't brush your teeth because that's a woman's job you know what i mean i feel like you gotta look at the same way don't wash your ass because your girl gonna go in the shower and bathe you you know what i mean you know it's like you want to be able to cook for yourself just to have that you know what i mean to feel good about yourself to be like dang i really know how to take care of myself I and mean, if i can take care of myself i can take care of my son i can take care of my daughter i can take care of my wife my family be a man
and in the black community we're creating little girls to say i don't need no man i'm independent i can do it on my own i can do it by myself and we're creating little boys to latch on to that <laughs> you know what i mean do it like my mom you don't make it like my mom you don't do you know what i mean so it's just like you got it you know my mama had it you got it what, what do you what should we eat babe you make the decisions you do like set the bar higher for black boys let them be leaders let your son you know let them even if he make a mistake congratulate him for making a decision you know in school in sports in life build him up the same way you build those girls up you don't want for a little boy to just be mentally gone even though he had all the potential in the world because you wanted to shield him from them from that from hurt children gonna experience all the emotions they're they're young humans they're, they're human beings they're gonna experience disappointment they're gonna experience pain it's stuff as parents that you cannot shield them from that you can only be there to support and encourage so when they're doing wrong when they're doing negative when they're doing toxic things when they're belittling women when they're talking crazy to women you know what i mean when they're fighting when they're act here acting a fool as a parent as the first teachers of your children correct that shit from day one so it doesn't slide you don't you gonna let them slide they're gonna skate into somebody's life with some bullshit like you just have to correct it you know and it's nothing wrong with you train up a child up in the way they should go they won't depart from that that should be the, the number one thing you know so for mothers when it comes to you know having to even if you have the help from their father don't save them from everything you know let them feel some things let them learn to self-regulate this is how they will be productive how they will be healthy healthy balance you know you can still be that sweet mama that cuddles your baby but don't coddle your baby don't be a smother you know be a mother don't do everything for them let you know the same way you require so much out of your daughters require the same thing out of your sons and that's how you're gonna raise two responsible adults you know that's how you're gonna raise responsible adults and send them into the world when they meet somebody else they'll be a blessing instead of a burden that's what you want that's you know you want to your child to be able to choose somebody good you know being able to have those basic skills being able to be able to alleviate pressure alleviate life and alleviate pain not add more of a burden to them just just you know what i mean expect the best from your children and they'll deliver what advice would you give for any coddled grown black men out there from a black woman what would you say to maybe inspire or motivate or uplift somebody who feels entitled and doesn't like to accept accountability or responsibility for his decisions and his actions i would say put yourself in the other person's shoes and see where they're coming from you know and i know it's going to be hard but just imagine like going to your closet and there's no clean clothes you know going and having to cook dinner when the kids are screaming or they're not, you know, listening to you or they're having a breakdown because that's what kids do, you know? So put yourself in that position and just be like, what can I do for myself to make it easier? Because some people, like you said, they feel entitled, like, I don't have to, I don't have to. Well, maybe you don't have to, but maybe you should want to. I don't know, you know? I ain't never really, I'm not a black man. But for me, my partner, I would just expect, like, compromise and communication and listen to her to listen, not listen to respond. I would just say start taking accountability, ask questions, start trying to do different stuff, start trying to help out. That's about it. And just be a, a man in your word. Being a man in your word means so much to a black woman because 
we need you you know and don't wait for her to catch an attitude or to nag you to do what you need to do like if you are like big blinks uh, mentioned if you take the initiative as a man as a leader as a father you know as a provider as being somebody that's a protector you will be honored for that you know if you're not honored for already doing that get you a new woman i don't care you know you should be honored for doing your part just like women want to be honored for doing our part you should be honored and appreciated for doing your part take the initiative don't wait for her to ask ask what can i do what can i do you know what i mean what what baby do you need me to take care of who do you need me to grab what do you need me to buy do you need me to go to the grocery store simple things like that the little things add up so much from your woman that you don't even understand the small things count being there mentally counts money can only do so much money can only buy so much so for somebody to feel like you're her safe place as she as you know she should make it feel like it's your fit your set you're her you should be her safe place she should she should be your safe place it's a it's an exchange of energy an exchange of life it's an investment a relationship is an investment people don't realize that when you set the bar lower when your stakes are low and when you don't put it all on the line that's what you're going to get out of it when you put it all on the line and you set it high and you have high expectations of each other you can go so far you will you will go so far and your children will see that you will demonstrate black love to these babies like they've never seen before our community our society should i say does not want to see productive black families they want us to continue to point the finger at each other they want us to continue to blame each other for our ills and our problems and our disappointments instead of pointing the fingers at who did it who started it you know what i mean so to love another black person like i said despite everything that life throws at us is revolutionary you know it's not for the faint hearty but working together as a team building brick by brick on a steady foundation nothing can alter you nothing can falter you and nothing can come between you when you love like it's your business and you put it all on the line and you know past love loyalty respect appreciation honesty mutual respect you know communication that's when love that's when life can be successful and remember we're doing it for us don't get me wrong but we're also doing it for these babies that are looking up these babies that are starting to be misguided it's up to us to whip these families back in shape. It's up to us to whip each other back in shape because nobody's going to do it for us. 500 years later, nobody's doing it for us. Nobody's got to save us but us. Well, y'all, we've reached the end of our 22nd episode. Episode 22. Thank you so much for all your support. Remember that you can get in touch with the show at the email officialairtfout at gmail.com. That's officialairtfout at gmail.com. Follow us on TikTok, IG, and Facebook at Air at the Fuck Out Podcast. Don't forget to like us on Facebook. Leave us a review on either Spotify or Apple Music. And tell a friend to tell a friend. Thank you for all the support. Thank you for all the love. I appreciate you all. I love you so much. We do this for the love, not the likes. We do this for the people, not the paper. Once again, it's your girl, Queen Smoke. Big Blinks. And Ray Ray. See y'all next week. It's a wrap.